0: Welcome to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone as the Utah Jazz blow out another team. This time, it's the L.A. Clippers. This game was a one-point game with ten minutes left in the fourth, and then the Jazz blew it out of the water after that. Ron, this is really uh, a stunning run of offensive excellence. They played enough defense to blow this one out. But this just continues. This is really some special, special basketball from the offensive side that the Jazz are playing. They tonight had
1: 38 assists. What are you seeing from this team? What what I'm seeing is is how much fun they're having, first of all. And then secondly, David, is is the way they're getting it done. You know, they are just shooting the basketball very, very well. And you saw tonight, as we have throughout this four-game winning streak, the type of shots that they're getting. I mean, these are uncontested shots. The offense is definitely working. They they didn't have one quarter tonight where they shot under 52%. They're, the cons, There's a point in the time where, like, Quinn Snyder's offense is doing something like, oh, this is cute. It's going on.
0: This has now gone on for 10 games straight. And in this 10-game stretch, the numbers are pretty similar. They're getting about 40% of their shots as threes, which is a huge number. It's second or third highest in the league. And I always have to remind people, like, that's good now. Like, it used to be the old days where you're like, oh, they're just settling. We're not settling. They're creating threes. That's the number one thing you're trying to create in an offense now. They're making over 40% of them. Actually, tonight they're at 50. The, the crazy thing is the teams that are shooting this many threes, the only two other teams, are the Rockets and the Warriors and the Raptors, are the three other teams that come close to this. Okay, well, the Warriors have Kevin Durant, who you have to collapse the guard, and he creates for these other guys. Yes. Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan do that. James Harden is one of the great offensive players this game has ever seen, and particularly in a point creation. How are the Jazz able to do this and get this many open three looks without that
1: singular star player? I'm going to call it this, this motion offense. And, and what I mean by motion offense, they, 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 they'll run a pick and roll with uh, a, a dribble handoffs. And they're always looking to drive and 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 and, and kick the basketball. And, and Jerry Sloan called it drive and kick. Uh, Phil Johnson called it drive and kick. This is a little. Quinn calls it a, advantage a, basketball. Okay. And it's a little bit of the same drive and kick. But they get the defense scrambling really, really early. And when you get the defense scrambling and you start getting into the paint, the Jazz are looking weak side or they're looking free throw line extended. One of those are going to be open. And this is where they're getting so many un- um, so many uncontested shots, and not just one guy. And and, and now that Rudy has, uh, has been hurt, and the Jazz have got a, a chance to experience uh, some different players out there. Jerevko getting an excellent chance and uh, to play and getting the minutes that he that he needs. He can shoot the three. Uh, Alec Burst is benefiting, and I think Royce O'Neal. And I'm, I'm watching him, and I think in the long run he's going to benefit it, this team as well. The player of the night. Don't forget not yeah. him. The player
0: of the night. And I, I, I could not be more excited for this because we get to see the work. We've seen the failures, frankly. We've seen the struggles. And Alec Burks has been battling these injuries, and the East Coast trip was a disaster. Yes. I, we actually thought he might get taken out of the rotation. Yes. This is very symbolic of Quinn Snyder. Just when you think a guy's done, he actually yes. gets him another chance. Alec Burks, the last three games have been good. Tonight was the best he's been I've ever seen him. He, is, he's, he was on his feet the entire game. He is, we were talking to Jeff Watkinson, the assistant coach that's working with him. They're working on some very specific things. One of the things around they're working on is to widen his stance. What does that do for him to play? When you think of A.B., and I'll do this on the video, but when you think of A.B., you think of that rhythm, kind of cool man dribble. But that means you're very tall. So they've asked
1: him to get out of that and go to a wider stance, a shoulder-width feet. What does that do for him? Strictly balance. Balance uh, you, you, and to the point where you're, you're not leaning forward. Uh, and and, and it, it's, I think the biggest thing of that they've slowed him down. Uh, and you and I talked about this long before we start even covering. Uh, well, talking so much about Alec Burke is about not trying to uh, uh, shoot the all the uh, low percentage shots getting into the paint pull up and knock down that little eight footer. Now we were talking about that early in the year and we're seeing a lot of that now. That's really benefiting him. It's 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 because it has slowed him down. He's he's not how many times did we see one of those un- he was
0: yeah he didn't he didn't do it all night. He, all he night. and he's stopping in the lane. He's taking this little shot in the lane. I asked him about it today. He said it's he said I'm just trying to slow down. I'm trying to play slower and I said, how hard is it? And he said, it's incredibly hard. Everything I've ever done on the basketball court is explosive. Yeah. And now I'm trying to play without that explosiveness. The irony of this is, is if he can figure this out, he can bring the explosiveness back as a weapon, where frankly it was a detriment before.
1: Yeah, and, and just think about that. Now, you and I have also discussed that guy that's a threat to come off the bench and have that big knife. And I'd love to see him continue to play in the way he's playing and get to that point because the Jazz are going to need him. I think if, if going forward, as far as, you know, when Rudy comes back you know, and, you know, certain guys go back into the starting lineup, they're going to need him coming off the bench with that explosive offense.
0: Quinn Snyder said today in the pregame show on the Coaches Show, which is available to you on Utah Jazz Radio Podcast, if you want to hear the Coaches Show, we post it for you every game. He said... Afterward, we're seeing Derek Favors play with all of his strengths. What did he mean by that?
1: Well, he's probably playing a natural position, closer to the basket. uh, This is a a position that he's very, very familiar with. And – David, it's so much of this game is muscle memory. So much of this game is, 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 habit. And this is what they're trying to do with Alec Burks, break some of the bad habits that he's had as far as offense is concerned. And then the good habits that Derek favors has that playing down there is starting to, to surface. And, and he, I noticed tonight he wasn't any, uh, uh, he wasn't forcing anything, and he ended up with what ten points, twelve points, something like that. He ended, yeah, ended up with twelve points, twelve rebounds, and four assists. And he Did, was a force. And, and was a force exactly.
0: I mean, that's what I loved about tonight is he wasn't. He, he got beat up early by DeAndre Jordan, and then he really took it to them. The Jazz, this game was a one-point game of the fourth quarter when the Jazz went on a 21-4 run to run it out. The other one I think we probably should be giving some recognition to is the play of Ricky Rubio during this stretch. He has not taken more than 10 shots in a game since the Minnesota game, which was a low point to him. And maybe, again, this is the signature of Quinn. When a guy's at his lowest point, he somehow bounces back. Um Ricky is beginning, I think, to learn. And even Joe Ingles today talking to the media said, I don't want to talk about what he had in Minnesota, but I don't think he's ever really been coached before. And it's a crazy thought to think that's true. But how are you seeing him evolve in this system? Well,
1: he only took, what, nine shots tonight. And and they were very controlled shots. what didn't force anything. Even though they're going underneath the screens, he didn't feel like he had to shoot. Now, you remember early in the year, he was leading this team in field goal attempts. and, And we knew that wouldn't work. And you're absolutely right about coaching. When we were doing our on-the-court stuff early in the ballgame tonight, I'm standing there and I'm watching Igor work with him dribbling the basketball, rhythm dribbling with with two basketballs. And I'm thinking, here this guy has been in the league since what, two, oh, 2009. And now you practice things like that, but it was like they're forcing him to do this so he can get better when he should. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself with with something like this for him. But those are things that he's working on, and I think he's going to really grow. By the end of the season, he's going to be the type of player they want him to be. Well,
0: if you watched our pregame show, you saw how close Rudy Gobert is. They're 6-4 and four without Gobert, which I would have never thought. They are the number one, two, or three offensive team in that 10-game stretch, probably two, one or two at this point, uh, which I would have never anticipated. Their three-point game has been discovered, and the head coach has found a system. It's going to be interesting to see how they integrate everyone back. We talked about that last time. We don't need to belabor it. It's a real issue. It's the elephant in the room. But they are 6-4. and four. They're back to five hundred, and now we start a murderous descent. We'll see how they can do it. It starts tomorrow against the New Orleans Pelicans at home. Hope you come out and join them. The Jazz roll tonight with another blowout win, this time over the L.A. Clippers. Have a good night and be safe.